Hello and welcome back to episode two of A Good Hand, a pro wrestling podcast. My name is Byron McSweeney and I am your host. A Good Hand is a podcast that focuses on what they call in the wrestling industry a good hand. What that means is that wrestler is smooth in the ring. They're a technician. They're a mechanic. They don't mess up very often. They're a wrestler that other wrestlers like to work with. A good hand is going to focus on covering matches from these wrestlers' careers. It could be man or a woman. I do have a list under notes in my phone that consists of both. The list is getting long because the more I think about this, the more I get excited about this, the longer the list gets. gets. Ooh, 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 I can put, you know, this guy, and oh, I can put this girl, and oh, I can put this guy, and this guy. Oh, man, remember that match he had versus this guy? So let's just say the list is getting long. I have plenty of content that I'm going to be able to cover. Um, don't worry, we're never going to run out of that. There's plenty of wrestlers. There's plenty of wrestling matches. Um, I am going to cover one match. It is a watch-along podcast. Um, I will get better at doing the watch-along. I know a lot of people don't watch along, even though that's kind of the premise of the, the podcast. But, you know, whatever. Um, so I'm going to try and get better at pointing out things. Last week, I think I just got excited during the Jerry Lynn versus Lance Storm match. Um, I, would, I just started watching it and calling it like I was an announcer at some points, and then I was like, oh, but focus on this. But, you know, that's going to come with time. I'm not a wrestling announcer. I never said I was. But um, I'm excited about that. Also, I want to focus on the matches, the wrestler, the wrestler in the matches. I want to focus on you know, the ring work, I want to focus on um, why this wrestler is what we are calling a good hand, why they are chosen to be a part of this match, uh, I'm sorry, a part of this podcast. Um, what I'm not going to focus on is the storylines, and you're going to see that in today's podcast that, you know, I might get a message here and there, oh, you forgot to mention, um, you know, this guy did that and, and, and attacked this guy backstage. That's not what I'm that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to focus on the the matches that they've had, the kind of the career highlights, maybe the title runs that they've had. Um, I'm not going to cover storylines, um, you know, unless it's absolutely 100% must, must, must have. But that's not that's not what I'm here for. So why don't we just jump into today's um, highlight? Dean Malenko. Let's do it. All right. Let's get a little history, a little background on Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko was born August 4th, 1960. He is the son of Boris Malenko. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't know a whole lot about Boris Malenko. I just know he is a legend in the wrestling industry. Um, a lot of people... You know, he's very revered, let's put it like that. Uh, Dean started out as a referee in Tampa, which I think is a good way to start out. You get the ring presence, you get the feeling of, you know, how the ring moves, where the ropes are, um, 
you get to see how other people work. It's almost like, um, you know, watching batting practice and getting notes from, you know, Mark McGuire. You know, that, that's a bad example. It's not, but, it, you know, um, I just like to put it like that. I think that's a good way to start out your career. And, and I think a lot of people should start out their career like that as a referee, maybe even in their teen teen years, you know, early 20s before they really start training. And even while they're training, you know, referee matches. If you can't get booked on a show, throw a referee shirt on. Jump in there. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Dean actually even got a job with the WWF in the mid-80s as a referee. I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, he did form a team from 1988 to 1992 with his brother, Joe Malenko. Um, and then Joe actually ended up retiring. So Dean kept up with it and... He became the guy that we all know, Dean Malenko. In 1994, Dean was a part of the very first Super J Cup. He ended up losing to Gato in the first round, but this is where a lot of people got to know who Dean Malenko was. This was a very popular tape that was traded in the 90s. This event is what many consider to be the very best wrestling event in history. Dean went on to join Eastern Championship Wrestling. He participated in the tournament for the vacant NWA Heavyweight Championship, where he ended up losing to the eventual winner, Shane Douglas, in the semifinals. After ECW became extreme championship wrestling he was given the moniker the shooter this moniker was given to him because he had a similar stature a similar presence to him of a UFC fighter an MMA fighter Dean won the ECW TV championship from two cold Scorpio Malenko ended up joining up with fellow ECW roster regulars Chris Benoit and Shane Douglas to form the first incarnation of the Triple Threat in 1995. Malenko went on to team up with Chris Benoit to win the ECW Tag Team Championships from Sabu and Tasmaniac. In the summer of 1995, things changed for Malenko's career. He embarked in a feud over the TV Championship versus Eddie Guerrero. Dean had lost the ECW Television Championship to Too Cold Scorpio, and then Too Cold was beaten by a debuting Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko, this rivalry, this feud, this, this series of matches became so popular, so fast, that... They, they have a name for their feud. It's the Malenko-Guerrero Classic. It's a collection of matches that took, took place over the course of a few, few weeks, culminating in them having one final two out of three falls match that ended in a double draw due to both wrestlers' shoulders being down for the final count. This match also signaled the wrestler's final match in ECW, as they were both signed by WCW. 
Um, this match was very emotional as they both started getting, you know, a real uh, rocket strapped to their ass, to put it lightly. <laughs> um, they were going to go places in, WC- in ECW, but WCW snatched them up. Um, after their final match in ECW, the locker room came out to pay tribute to both men, which, you know, in 1995, that was amazing. That's a sight to be seen. I will suggest watching that match to anybody. I, I just got a little, you know, emotional, not only because it's something that I've watched, I don't know, a thousand times, but also Eddie's no longer with us. That sucks. In September 1995, Dean joined ECW alongside Eddie Guerrero and his other friend, Chris Benoit. In WCW, he was given the moniker the Iceman because of his cold demeanor, along with a second moniker, the Man of a Thousand Holds. In May 1996, Malenko beat Shinjiri Otani for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Malenko would defend that title against oncomers like Brad Armstrong, Rey Mysterio Jr., and Disco Inferno. Looking at the match history for 96, it's pretty incredible. For a guy that just come in, he wrestled everybody. Listen to this. He wrestles Billy Kinman, Brad Armstrong numerous times, Rey Mysterio Jr., Chris Benoit, Ric Flair, Dave Taylor, Steve Regal, Chris Jericho, Alex Wright. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's amazing. The Cruiserweight Championship ended up being lost by Dean to Rey Mysterio Jr. in July on a Monday Nitro. Malenko ended up regaining the title from Rey Mysterio Jr. at Halloween Havoc 96. Again, the list of contenders after he wins the title back from Rey is incredible. He defends it against Juventud Guerrero, Otomo Dragon, Psychosis. He ends up losing the title at Starcade 96 to Ultimo Dragon, but then about a month later at Clash of the Champions, he regained it again, only to lose it a month later to Six Pac at, at Super Brawl. In March, Malenko would defeat his old rival Eddie Guerrero at Uncensored 97 for the United States Championship which he held until June, where he lost the title to Jeff Jarrett. The next couple months, he was kind of intertwined with a feud between Eddie Guerrero, Jeff Jarrett, and the four horsemen at the time, Chris Benoit and Steve McMichael. At Starcade 97, he was defeated by Eddie Guerrero in a match that had Eddie Guerrero's Cruiserweight Championship on the line. Excuse me. Uh, Malenko entered into a storied feud with Lionheart, Chris Jericho. Malenko went on to face Jericho at Uncensored 98, but he was forced to tap to the Lion Tamer. Malenko would leave WCW for a while as part of a storyline and then return at Slamboree 98 under a hood where he entered a battle royal to determine the number one contender for the Cruiserweight Championship. 
Malenko won the Battle Royal and went on to defeat Jericho for the Cruiserweight Championship, making him the first person to ever hold the Cruiserweight Championship four times. Because of the controversial way that he won the title, he was later stripped of it. Um, but his feud with Chris Jericho would continue for months, um, ending when Malenko cost Jericho the championship at a pay-per-view. Malenko is able to say something that a lot of people cannot say. Malenko was a four horseman. Malenko would team up with Chris Benoit to win the WCW Tag Team Championships over the rest, the rest, the West Texas Rednecks. They also feuded with Perry Saturn and Raven during this time. The Four Horsemen had to disband after Ric Flair left, but Malenko and Chris Benoit stayed a team. They ended up joining forces with Shane Douglas and Perry Saturn to make up what was called the Revolution. Malenko would end up leaving WCW and making his debut on Monday Night Raw, January 31st, 2000. While he was in WWE, he won the light heavyweight championship and had feuds versus big names, you know, like The Rock, like Stone Cold. But that was due to his affiliation with the Radicals, as they were called in WWE, Perry Saturn, Chris Benoit, and Eddie Guerrero. His WWE career had some lows, some highs, but never really took off. He, however, worked backstage with WWE until 2019, where Malenko now, you know, he left. But now he worked for AEW. It's funny that the first two people I chose to profile are now working with AEW, Dean Malenko and Jerry Lynn. You ready to watch a match? So am I. All right, the match that we're going to cover this week is Dean Malenko versus Eddie Guerrero. This match took place at Hostile City Showdown 1995 in the ECW arena. It took place on April 15th, 1995, but it was showed on air on ECW Hardcore Television on May 2nd, 1995. This is the first time that these two ever locked up in ECW. And it is for the ECW Television Championship. I have the WWE Network queued up. Again, it's May 2nd, 1995, ECW Hardcore Television. I've got the timestamp right now at 7 minutes and 15 seconds. So we're going to press play in 3, 2, 1. The screen says in Extreme Encyclopedia right now. And the good graphics of ECW go away. And here we go. This is not long after Eddie Guerrero makes his debut in ECW. You can still see he's wearing the American, the American gear that him and Art Barr used to, used to wear. Dean's been with the, with the company for a while now. He knows what it takes to win the television championship. He knows what the ECW crowd likes. Again, the show is in the, the ECW arena. I love these old ropes that ECW used to have, the red, yellow, and blue ropes. God, they look so young. 
This is amazing. I'm so excited to watch this match with you guys. All right. Look at Dean go. He's such a... He makes it look real. And I guess that's why they gave him the name, The Shooter. <coughs> Excuse me. He just goes in for the attack right away. And look at him kind of peppering Eddie. These two are just so smooth. I'm really excited to watch this match. All right, little leg lock by Eddie. Watch as Malenko doesn't go exactly for the ring. He, goes, he, he looks for his options. And the option there was kick Eddie in the face. And then go for the ropes. They circle each other up a little bit. Look at the intensity on Dean. He makes every move look fluid. He makes every move look like it actually means something. <coughs> Excuse me, I've got a tickle in my throat. You can tell the crowd knows that they're about to watch something special. They're sitting on their seats, but their eyes are glued onto the match. Dean's such a good technician. Like I've been saying, every move means something. One move to the other, you know, hammerlock into a head toss, into a stop on the face. At this time, he's teaming up with Chris Benoit and Shane Douglas. And I mean, if you think about it, back in 95, those guys were so young and so full of piss and vinegar that they wanted to be the best. And they wanted to be the best wrestlers. So that makes Dean even more dangerous in this match. He wants to show people, you know, this is why I was in the Super J Cup. This is why I'm here. It's because I can put on amazing matches like this. Malenko rolling out to the floor, catching his breath, getting back in the ring. I mean, that's, that's old school stuff. You don't see that anymore. Fighting to see who's going to get control of that suplex. Look at that. Sorry for the dead air. I, that might happen a lot in this one. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited to watch this. Back up at the same time. These two just, they know how to wrestle. Look at this. Here they go. Just move after move. Nice little clothesline from, from Dean. These guys are really showing what they're made of right now. Both from wrestling families, the Malenko family and the Guerrero family. Bouncing off the ropes with the tilt-a-whirl. Head scissors from Malenko. Wow. A, a head scissors from Guerrero. Double drop kick. Face off in the middle of the ring. Watch as the crowd starts to stand up. Look at them. Standing ovation. This is amazing. This happened in 1995, it's 2019, and I am more excited about this than I am for WrestleMania, you know, main events. <laughs> I'm not going to be one of those people that says this should have made event in WrestleMania, but man, can you imagine if it did? Obviously, it couldn't happen in 2019, but I don't know. 
in the 2000s maybe. Maybe if they didn't go to WCW and get wasted. I mean that in a nice way, not talking about Eddie Guerrero in any bad way. I can't say Dean Malenko was wasted in WCW, but, you know, he made a career for himself. He did. He won the Cruiserweight Championship, the Tag Team Championship, United States Championship. I mean, he had a great career. I'm not going to put that past him, but, you know, it's, it's a known thing that the Cruiserweights were held down. Eddie's just got him shining for an arm bar, trying to straighten out the arm. Dean's trying to turn his body to relieve some pressure off of it. There you go, gets out. Has a wrist lock on Eddie right now. Looks like they might be kind of trying to uh, waste some time since there's some dick in the crowd. Trying to take away from this match. Going for the arm bar again is Eddie. And actually getting a two count with that. That's nice. Again, these guys came from... These guys have been wrestling since they were children. I don't know if Malenko had a ring in his house or in his yard or anything, but... If you think about it, these guys grew up in the business. They've been rolling around in the ring forever. So of course they're going to have a good match against each other. I've watched the... Malenko Guerrero classic. I, I was a tape trader. I was a DVD trader back in the day. And I, this is one of the first DVDs that I went after when I found out there was websites and, and forums that you could lock into and get such matches, get such tapes. Now, wow, look at that bridge by Malenko. Good stuff. Look at this. They're just going back and forth and back and forth. And uh, you heard a Nagi from Eddie down with some force. I'm sorry, I forgot that the, the crowd doesn't pay attention during some of this match and it's very distracting. Even when you try not to look at it. Put on the rope. See? Ring presence. Little chin lock by Eddie. This is one of those matches. It does start out slow, which is good. It's a feeling out process. We don't see a lot of chin locks or feeling out processes in WWE in 2019. Uh, honestly, we probably won't see it in, w in uh, AEW either. But... It's stuff that kind of got forgotten over time. Not by some wrestlers. There are wrestlers out there now that do it. I'm not saying, excuse me, that nobody does it. But, you know, not everybody can be Drew Gulak or Timothy Thatcher. All right, Dean just put Eddie back into the corner and hitting him with some forearm shivers. What's Eddie going for? Or what's Dean going for here? Double under, double underhook suplex. Good, good. Only two count though. I 
I don't know if I'm saying this right, but I'm pretty sure. I believe Malenko went on to be a backhand stage, a backstage hand for WWE. I know he worked there for years and years. Um, but I believe he worked with the women a lot, which is really cool. You know, to see how far they've come, to see the matches that they put on. And I believe Malenko had a lot to do with that. So that means he's a good teacher. And right now... It's August 2019, AEW is about to really take off, and he's one of their coaches. Like I said earlier in the show, it's funny that two of the the first two people that I highlight in this podcast are now working for AEW backstage. I think that's really interesting. I didn't plan that. Dean has seen a lot in his career. He's seen a lot of good. He's seen a lot of bad. He's lost a lot of friends, unfortunately. Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit are his two, his two best friends. All right, this move always intrigues me. Look at this. He hooks the legs, hooks the arms. Eddie's shoulders could be down for a pinfall. You don't see this ever anymore. Look at that. That's probably a hard move to put on and keep with that bridge by Eddie. That's got to hurt, too. Stretching him. Just a technician. Look at this. I know I've said technician about a thousand times, but when it comes to D. Malenko, how can you? What other words do you? What other words are there to describe him? Oh, man. Knee to the... Knee. <laughs> Going after his left leg, it looks like, with some kicks. That vicious knee from the bounce off the ropes. And then just a, oh, what do you call that? <laughs> All right, now he's going for a toe hold and jumps down on the knee. I don't know if Dean is using the Texas Cloverleaf in ECW. I know he does in WCW for sure. But man, he's going after that knee pretty harsh right now. I really hope that the, the mic that I'm using doesn't pick up my dog snoring in the background. All right, Eddie, trying to stand up. Nope, Dean grabs the leg. He's going to wrap it around the ring post. Eesh. This is something classic. This is something you don't see. Working over a body part. Why not? If you take out a person's leg, they can't walk. Especially if they're a high flyer like Eddie. They can't go to the top rope. They can't hook on a submission move if they're, you know, a technician like Dean Malenko. They can't hook on a a sharpshooter, say, and try to keep, you know, the load of your body underneath him up with one leg. It's, you know, I believe the Andersons are really known for it. Arn would work over a body part. Dean is doing it awesomely right here. Just working over the left leg, working over the knee. And not only the knee, he's working over the calf, the thigh, the knee, the ankle. Right now he's got an ankle lock on him. 
Malenko holding on until the three count from the ref. You know he's got till five, but look at this. He's stepping on the left ankle, pounding his knee into Eddie's hurt left knee. This is great. Picks him up for, looks like a knee breaker. Try him. There he goes. Yep. Goes back to the toe hold. Oh, Eddie kicks him off. And Malenko drop kicks the left leg. It's going to be interesting to see if Eddie sells this the rest of the match. Because he was really working it over. <coughs> Dean again with a with an ankle lock. Same thing as working over the leg, you work over an arm. Work over a shoulder, an elbow, a hand. You know how many offensive moves you take away if you work over an arm? Something as simple as a collar and elbow tie-up. Something as easy as a vertical suplex. Shit, think about it. If you were to work over Stone Cold Steve Austin's arm, he couldn't hit a stunner. If you were to work over the rock's arm, he couldn't hit a rock bottom. It would hurt him when he dropped the people's elbow on you. STF from Dean. Guerrero gets the ropes, though. Forced to break the hold. All right, Dean. Eddie's trying to fight back now. Headbutt from Dean. Dean picks him up. Oops, sunset flip. Eddie Guerrero just hit a fisherman suplex. Nice. Guerrero's slow to get up because of that left leg. He is selling it a little bit. Dean is up as well. Eddie's going for a power bomb. Eddie's not selling the leg too, too much. There he goes. Kind of trying to get the blood flowing back in it. Malenko about to get a tornado DDT. Put on him. No, Eddie's fighting back. All right, here we go. Tornado DDT from Eddie. Oof, nice and tight from Eddie. Gonna go for a cover here. One, two. Dean kicks out. Eddie's going for the cover again. Two count only. All right, Eddie's selling the leg. I'm glad because Dean put some time in on it. Eddie's putting Dean up on the top rope. Malenko's, or Dean, Eddie Guerrero going to go for a Huracurana. But he's selling the left leg. All right. 
cool back in 1995 that there were a lot of things going on in ECW. A lot of crazy storylines. But the fans don't need to just see blood and guts. They get this match and they appreciate it. Alright, Eddie's tying up Dean's legs. Almost going for another surfboard, just like Ed, uh, just like Dean had on Eddie early. Oh wow! Dean in a short stature. You know he was built like a freight train, though. Just short, stalky. He's probably one of those guys like uh, Stu Hart. He just, after a couple of drinks or a Jerry Briscoe, you hear these, these stories about them. After a couple of drinks at the bar, they say, give me your hand. And then they twist your arm until you say uncle and cry a little bit. He's probably one of those guys who has hand strength like Harley Race has been storied to have. It's cool that they're keeping a nice pace in this match. You know, they're keeping people interested but not bored. People want to see this match. They don't want to go get some popcorn or a beer. Malenko just pounding down on Eddie in the corner right now. Eddie reverses it. He puts Dean on the ropes kind of weirdly, but oh... Malenko just hooked his legs under Eddie's arms and took him over the top rope, almost like a hurricanrana, but without catching the head. It was under the under the arms. Both men are on the outside right now. Eddie's trying to get back in the ring. Not selling that left leg, which is kind of pissing me off, Eddie. Malenko, though, trying to take his time to get back in the ring. On the apron, Eddie hooks him, trying to get him back in the ring with a suplex. And Dean just suplexes Eddie to the outside, and Eddie lands on that left leg. He's grabbing it again. There you go. Malenko wants this TV championship back. Malenko going to dive to the outside with a Oh, but Eddie just walks away. Dean is now grabbing at his left leg. Interesting. Eddie to the top rope. Malenko's on the outside. Eddie going to go for a dive. Here we go. Oh, man. I guess I can go ahead and say it. One day, Eddie Guerrero will be highlighted on this show. <laughs> I'm trying really hard, though, not to just focus on Eddie and, and, and Malenko. I want to focus on just Malenko in this, this one. Maybe one day I'll go back and watch this match again and focus just on Eddie and not on Dean. <laughs> That'd be fun. All right, both men back in the ring. Malenko hooks Eddie for a suplex, it looks like. Gets him up. Brain buster. Very nice brain buster from Dean. 
trying to get to the pin. No, he's going to pick him back up by the hair. Very slow. Very, very slow. But these guys haven't beaten the shit out of each other. All right, another suplex. Another brain buster, maybe? Nope, Eddie's going to block it. Eddie's going to block it. Dean's going to block it. Dean's going to block it. Reversal. Oh, here comes Eddie with a... Brain Buster. Damn. Damn. Somebody needs to make a compilation on YouTube of Eddie Guerrero's Brain Busters and how vicious they are. We all know that normally at this point, Eddie would go up to the top rope for a frog splash, and it looks like he might be doing so. Eddie's going to the top rope. Frog splash? Yes! Look at that elevation. Woof! Only a two count. Malenko kicks out. He's going to go for the cover again. One, two. Malenko kicks out. Eddie's pissed. His knee hurts. His leg hurts. Dean's getting back up slowly. Eddie doesn't really know what to do next. He's got Dean's hand. Oh, here we go. Chops in the corner. Reversal to the other corner. Dean's got him in a northern light suplex. Yeah, look at that snap. Oh, and a and a bridge and a cover. Wow, that was nice. That was really nice. That's a good way to for a quick finish. You know how people just do a roll up or a schoolboy? I like that. A northern light suplex with a with a cradle almost. Alright, it did look like Dean was about to go for the Texas Clover Leaf. Let's see if he does use that match in this or that move in this match, sorry. Alright, Dean whips him off the ropes. Sidewalk slam. He is, he's going for the it looks like he's going for the Texas Clover Leaf. Awesome. Eddie is reversing it every single time though. <laughs> Dean's going to pick him up by his hair. I love this pace that these guys are catching. Reversal. Dean off the ropes. Kick to the face. Double underhook by Dean. Nice double underhook powerbomb. Wow, that was cool. That was fun. Alright, Eddie's got Dean by the hand right now, climbing up the ropes into a Huracurana. Nice. I love the pace that these two guys are keeping right now. They're not starting to rush into everything. They're not trying to do the strong style where it's one move after another. They're both taking their time to get up. They're selling the fact that they have been in a match that has taken a lot out of them. Eddie's going for a German, it looks like. He's got a waist lock on, but Dean blocks it by hooking the ankle with his own foot. 
Pump handle from Eddie into a backbreaker. Two count from the ref. Now watch though, they're not just gonna pop back up and do something. Eddie going for another cover, almost like a Thez Press cover. You know, they're not popping up and hitting clothesline after clothesline after clothesline. They're taking their time, they're telling a story. Power bomb from Eddie, it looks like. Oh, gory special, all right. Into a, oh wow, oh man, here we go. One, two, one, two, one, two. Wow, bunch of almost near falls. Bunch of them, there's probably four or five in there. Like I said, I'm not a wrestling commentator. I wish I was. I wish I was better at it. But you know what? Maybe this maybe this um this podcast will help me become better at being able to call matches. It's something I've never really done. Here we go. Oop, schoolboy from Eddie. Body slam from Eddie. He's going to the top rope, but Dean pops up. What's he doing? He's putting Eddie on his shoulders. Or if you're yawning again, it's early in the morning. I have a baby and one on the way. Oh, sunset flip. So the only time I can record this podcast is very early in the morning. All right, again, both guys slow to get up. And the bell just rang. It's a time limit draw, isn't it? I forgot that. That's awesome. That is awesome. It's really funny to me also that first two matches that I've covered on this podcast end, and I didn't see it coming. Last week, Lance got the pin on Jerry out of nowhere. This one, I, I, it must have been a 30-minute draw. Let's see, what's my timestamp? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because my, my phone says that I've been recording for 28 minutes for this match. So, around 30 minutes. <laughs> Maybe they started their watch during the, uh, the intros. <laughs> All right, Dean Malenko versus Eddie Grove for the ECW Television Championship. That's a lot of fun. I enjoyed that a lot. I'm glad that we got to cover a Dean Malenko match with such high praise as that match gets and continues to get over time. Dean Malenko is a true technician. I think he kind of proved it in that match. Again, just like last week, where we're definitely going to do another Jerry Lynn match down the line. We're going to do another Dean Malenko match. I can guarantee it. I'm having a lot of fun doing this so far. This is only the second episode. Um, please go out of your way. I'm asking you politely. Please go out of your way. Look us up on Facebook at a good hand, pro- good hand pod. 
And then if you have any questions, comments, you want to be a guest on the show one day, please hit me up on my email. It's a goodhandpod at yahoo.com. If you need anything, if you ever want to ask a question, like I said, just shoot me an email. I'll respond. If you have a suggestion of a good hand, shoot me an email. I'll respond. I want to thank you all for listening to A Good Hand, a professional wrestling podcast. My name is Byron McSweeney. I will see you at episode three. Bye-bye.